on the tee from Australia, Adam Scott. There it is, Adam Scott. Expect anything different? Brilliant. What an up and down that was. In your life have you seen anything like that? Welcome to the clubhouse. I tell you what, I don't think there's ever been this much excitement from me about doing a golf show with you, Mark Allen. G'day, everyone. Welcome to the clubhouse. My name's Julian Bayard. Mark Allen is here as we talk all things golf right across Hi, Jules. the country. How Hello, are you? Are Mark. you well? I'm Grace, but no one cares about me. How are you going? I feel like I should be in traction, but don't worry about that. I tell you what, it's been an interesting week. Um, lots to get through this morning on the show. Yeah. Lots to get through. Um, we're going to talk about Hideki winning again, Sergio yeah. winning in Dubai. Yeah. Tiger. Um, there was a playoff at Phoenix and they didn't play it on the 16th. What the hell's going on there? Yeah, that's just I want to stupid. talk about that. I want to talk about the best golf shoe designed ever Ooh. that's been released this week. Best ever. Best ever. I don't know I about this. Best ever. Righto. And some rule changes that are coming out too Ooh, from the USGA. Mate, you're, you're chock full today. But no one cares about that. <laughs> no <laughs> well, one cares about do. that. Because some photos emerged last weekend of you playing golf and you in an ambulance and you pretty much <laughs> having a stuff back. I couldn't move, mate. What's happened to you, mate? Can I tell the story? I'll just tell the story. Yep. All right, Go so from the start. I've been, I'm going to sit back and listen. I've been preparing for the Victorian Open Championship, the Oats Vic Open. Um, and I don't want to make a deal of myself down there. You know, I want to go down there mm. and I want to beat a lot of people. Yes. I do. It's just, everyone does. You're competitive. competitive. Yep. You want to beat people. So mm. about a month ago, I started hitting some golf balls uh, more than I have. So when I say trying, all I, all I do is just hit 100 balls four times a week, maybe maybe sometimes five. Uh, try and play twice, uh, sometimes three times a week. Mm-hmm. And really get going on the putting. So at least do an hour of putting every day and some chipping. So that's my that's my routine. Um, so I've started that four weeks ago. Uh, four weeks ago, still school holidays. My kids are bugging me for pocket money. I said, well, come on, let's all go out and rake the leaves. Mm. So out we go. So I start raking the leaves the same way that I'm playing golf. Yep. Right, like right-handed. I'm thinking, ah, don't do this. Here's a good opportunity to rake some leaves the other way and strengthen the other side of your body. There's a lot of a lot of leaps, yeah. and it's um, Sir Walter grass. It's very thick, and yeah. really like it was, a, it was a workout. You know, yeah. I was sweating going the wrong way. So I, I raked leaves for 40 minutes, and then picked up all the leaves and filled an entire bin. So there was a stack of leaps. Sat down to watch the cricket. Got up an hour later. Ooh, I've done something here. Oh, no. Something sore. Oh, no. Anyway, so raking the leaves isn't going to stop me practicing and trying to win the Vic Open. Or at least finish top 10 in reality. Just make, making a cup would have been great. Yeah. So start practicing. And all of a sudden now, I'm, now I've am now i got sore back. Mm. I've got a sore back. So I, I keep on practicing, sore back, gave it away for a week. So the Saturday before the Vic Open, yep. I haven't played for a week because of my back. Uh-huh. I've pulled out on a few tournaments. I've pulled out on a few engagements that I had to do. Right. Out. Not, not doing them. None. Want my eyes forward on the Victorian Open. So, Saturday comes, I've done the physio, I've done my exercises, I've hit a few nine-irons on the driving range at Kingston Heath next to the first tee, and I'm feeling good. Yeah. Get on the first loose, tee. ready to go. Loose. I've got my swing keys in, in order. Yep. So, I'm going to... So, I've got all my swing set for the Vic Open and ready. So, I had no signs of pain there? Well, just, you know... Just regular sort just, of stuff. Sort of, just sort of a sore back, but nothing yep. that's going to keep you from playing mm. in the Vic Open. Nothing. It's still, by the way, it still felt like it was just a sore back from raking the leaves, um, and a, a little bit of a sore back from from playing golf. 
so my swing keys for the Vic Open, keep my forearms together, turn my hips, and even though I'm turning my hips, I still want a full shoulder turn. And then I'm lagging the club on the way down and just trying to finish with a balanced follow-through with a flat left foot. They're my swing keys mm-hmm. that I've, narrow, I've narrowed my whole swing down, ready to go. Get on the first tee, set day before, rip a drive 350 yards right down the middle. Hit a 9-9 to 3 feet, roll it in for birdie. I'm going to win the Vic Open. No worries. <laughs> this is easy. Get on the Stop. second tee and lash a three-wood down there, a little bit of a draw. That kind of had a little bit of a twinge. Mm. It just gets a little bit worse on the third tee. Get to the fourth, and now there's an issue. Are you carrying your clubs? Carrying my clubs, yeah. yeah. Always carry the clubs. Yeah. Uh, now there's an issue on the fourth. Fifth issue. Yeah. Something's going wrong here. Right. Still get up and down from an impossible right. spot, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> get, get, on the, <laughs> get on the sixth tee and bang another drive. I thought, come on, you know, you know when you get a crook ankle or something, you think you can run it out? Well, I'm thinking I can run this back out. You know, if I keep on going hard, you know, big still, big turns, I'll get rid of this nagging back thing. Lace another drive down the sixth. I mean, the swing key was just perfect. Everything mm. I was doing was perfect. Um, the second shot in, I, it didn't click, but it might as well have because I could feel something go rip in the in my lower back. But it was such a nice day last Saturday, and I'm you know a couple under, and I want to just keep on going. <laughs> I want to keep on going. You know, the, the seventh is a par, is a par five, yeah. so I keep going. Three wood off the off the uh, par five tee. Five wood, basically just short of the green of the dip. Two putt, another birdie, and now I'm thinking, come on, just just somehow get through today, and we'll get some physio work, and we'll be right for next week. Get on the uh, eighth and rip a shot down there, and I know I'm gone. Yeah, I'm gone. Can hardly carry the bag, can hardly do anything. Get on the next tee, hit one down there, basically one-handed. Gone. <laughs> Vic Open Dream over. Done. Over. I'm playing with two kids, by the way, who are qualifying on Monday, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be great to give one of these kids a spot? Yeah. But both, uh, Simon Treby and Andre Lorto, they both qualified on Monday. So they, they played this week in the Vic Open, which was fantastic. Good. Even though I was telling them up and the oh. poor kids didn't have much chance. It was just nice, right? It was just nice to see those boys qualify. Anyway, um, the drink cart, Duncan on the drink cart, just luckily turns up. So I said, Duncan, can you put, can I put my clubs on the back of your car and um, I'll walk in because mm-hmm. it's just too sore to carry the clubs in. So I had to walk about a hole and a half into the clubhouse. I get there. I just want to go home. <laughs> my car keys are in my golf bag. Oh, no. So I've got to wait for Duncan to do the whole lap of the golf course. So he does a lap of the golf course. In the meantime, I sit in the clubhouse, have a toasted sandwich and read the paper. Mm-hmm. So I've sat down for about 15 minutes and I can see him turn up. So I stood up and now I know there's a bit of an issue. Mm. Like it's not it's not just a sore back anymore. I've really done something wrong. So I walk over, get my clubs, get my car keys. I'm still wearing my stinky old golf shoes. <laughs> I've got these new shoes in, the, in, the, in my locker. So I go to the locker. I bend down to take a shoe off. And I can't get up. Oh, no. It's like a movie. You're, you're stuck. It's like a movie. Like you've seen these guys yeah. in the movies. They what? go down. They can't do anything. <laughs> that was me. So I'm in the locker room at Kingston Heath Golf Club. There's nobody around. Not a soul. Mm. You're yelling out? I'm screaming. I'm going, help. Like seriously, help. Is anybody there? Help. What must the members have thought? <laughs> so, oh, my. It was just, it was ridiculous. Finally, uh, this guy, Nick, from Kingston, he was there. He was helping me. And he came around and 
I couldn't get up or down, so I couldn't lie on the ground. I couldn't get up. And he helped me over to one of the benches at the locker room and got me on my back, and I was able to get my knees up. So I'm lying on my back with my knees up, in pain, can't move. Can't move my right leg. Can barely move my left leg, but can't move my right leg. And there are pains shooting all the way down the right-hand side of my leg to the foot. And my thigh and my knee have got pin, pins and needles. None. Yeah. Anyway, Kingston Heath is 100 dollars. Every second member's a bloody doctor down the Kingston Heath. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> so one doctor comes in and just says, sit still. You'll be right. No worries. Next yeah. doctor comes in. You all right? I say, I can't move my leg. I can't move. He goes, any pain down the right-hand side of your leg? I said, yeah, lots. He goes, any numbers? I said, yeah, my knee's numb, my thigh's numb. He goes, oh, Mark. He said, this is serious. He said, you've got to call an ambulance. They might be operating on you in six hours. Oh, boy. I've gone into the cold sweat. Oh, no. glass. I mean, I don't want to do that. So they've called an ambulance. Oh, all right. So, listen, a golfer... So you've with gone a, from three under on the first seven holes. Oh, just, just smash it. Going to win the Vic Open yeah. to, to operation time. Yeah, operation time. Later. So clearly, a member at Kingston Heath with a sore back is very low on the priority list as far as the ambulances are concerned. Well, as it should be. So I was lying on my back at Kingston Ethan. Fair enough, you're right. For two and a half hours, oh, no. I was on my back. Tried a couple of times to beat the ambulance. I thought if I could get up and just go, then call off the ambulance, call everything off, and I'll just recover at home. But I couldn't. I couldn't move. Finally, uh, an ambulance representative turns up, and she does all the tests, blood tests. And, you know, they do it, not blood tests, um, you know, uh, pressure tests yeah. and all, all, all the stuff that they do. Very nice person, by the way. Um, yeah, gets the ambulance. So she's there. Yeah, we need an ambulance here. We can't move this guy. The ambulance turns up. They they get me to Cabrini in Malvern. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty rough ride too, by the way. No. And no ambulance lights. I mean, come I on. You had to stop at the Reds. We're at the stop at the oh, Reds. We're going over bumps. No ambulance lights. First experience in an ambulance. Could have at least got some sort of free passage or something. Con, the guy who was there helping, he was—he gave me this little peace pipe thing to suck on that oh, apparently makes you feel better. Makes you feel better. Mm. That was rubbish. Didn't didn't, do that didn't help me at all. I didn't like that. The little whistle thing that they. Yeah, get. the whistle thing. Yeah. And he told me, he goes, "Is it working?" I said, "Mate, this isn't working." He goes, "Put your finger on top of the whistle. You know, mm. the air hole in the whistle." And I sucked it. On. I was—I thought I was inhaling petrol. <laughs> so that didn't work. You know, I got the Cabrini. And again, golfer saw back, not, not right. high on the priority list. What time is for it? For emergency. This stage? Uh, well, it's about uh, one o'clock at this stage. Um, four o'clock comes around, and finally a doctor came to see me and just does all the tests. In the meantime, I'm dying to take a leak. <laughs> oh, no. Dying to take a leak. So the nurse comes in and goes, she goes, do you want me to help you? And I said, no, I do not want you to help me to take a leak. Just, I said, close the curtains and I'll try to do it. <laughs> no way. So I'm leaning over. I've got a bottle yeah, in yeah, one yeah, hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to. And I've made a mess all over the joint. Now I'm embarrassed. So, and but now I've come back, and now I'm screaming in pain again. Like I, I feel like I've never been, Jules, and I mean this honestly. I've never been more embarrassed or more in pain mm. in my entire life. It was an embarrassing thing that so you go through. Yeah. So what was the outcome? So they did a CT scan. The outcome is, um, and the doctors, they said, listen, you've got nerve damage. Worst case scenario is we're operating probably tomorrow. 
so now you know I've, I'm calling. I'm make, taking my mate. I'm calling people. I had to play golf on Monday for uh, my, people I work for. Beric Mercedes Benz. I had to do a golf. So I'm calling everybody. Calling mm. my uh, SEN. I'm calling everyone. Saying, listen, I'm in a bit of trouble here. Making my calls and telling them what's about to happen. Get the CT scan done. The doctor comes back two hours later. Thanks, doc. Again, the priority list for a golf <laughs> no, with a sore back no is cares, very mate. low. No one cares. Very low. Six thirty. So it's like ten thirty. I, I get on my back for the first. Ten thirty is when I reach down to change a shoe. It's now six thirty, and I haven't been able to move. Doctor comes in and says to me, "Hey, listen. Good news and bad news. Good news is there is no nerve damage. Mm-hmm. The bad news is you have not one but two seriously herniated discs mm. in the, the two lowest discs that you've got. Um, I have no doubt that one is from." Um, raking the leaves mm-hmm. and the other one is from probably setting my body in a spot to where I didn't hurt that disc yeah, and hurt it with the other so you, mm-hmm. you always hear about footballers who play with a, a an ankle yeah, and then their, their gait changes <laughs> and then their knee goes yeah. I have no doubt and the doctor has no doubt when he heard the story he said listen you you probably didn't even know you were protecting it yeah, but you were probably protecting the first herniated disc and you herniated another one going the other way Yeah, so um, I've been standing up for a week. It just show, it just shows you. I mean, if you if you have a sore back, folks, don't push it. Yeah. Especially if you're old. If you, I'm 47 years old. Don't push it. Just rest. It's not worth it, no matter what happens. So how long are you out now? Oh, well, how, when, when I, can I will you not swing a club. I won't swing a golf club until I'm absolutely perfect. I, don't, I think that's the worst mistake. And uh, and we, we're going to talk about someone. We're going to talk about Tiger Woods yes. probably in the next. Well, you you last week were ahead of the game. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I could tell. I could tell actually. Yeah. That going what I was going through and going with he's going through. You could just see it. So what do you reckon? Two three months for you? Two months. Two months. Two months. <laughs> I won't be able. Worst case scenario, three months. Yep. But I, I don't think I'll ever be able to practice again. You know, for a Vic Open. <laughs> I don't think I will be able to. So your Vic Open dreams are dashed. No, I'm still going to win next year. I'm going <laughs> to find a way. I've already spoken to uh, Simon Brookhouse and Greg Oakford, who run the Oats Vic Open, and they said it could be the greatest comeback story ever. Well, forget it's about a few comebacks this year. Well, yeah, forget about Tiger. I'm going to make a comeback to the Vic Open next year. I'm going to take one of the uh, uh, sponsors' invitation spots mm-hmm. for professionals only, and probably complete the greatest comeback ever and win the Vic Open in 2018. The Cleveland Cavaliers. It's going to be a great story. The New England Patriots, Roger Federer, and Mark Allen. Yeah. More than likely, I'll just be able to write the front lawn. stories of 27. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I hope it's a warning to folks. Just yep. just look after your back. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, you know, the the part of the back, and this is, this is important. If, you've got to, if, if you want to play golf for a long time, if the top half of your back tightens up, the bottom half of your back has to do all the work, mm. and that's the one that can get hurt in the golf swing. So if there is any concern, look after the top bit. Get one of those rollers. You know the, fir- the foam, foam rollers? rollers? Get one. Get a foam roller and roll that top half of your back. All you've got to do is make the vertebrae nice and loose. If the vertebrae, are, you know, the vertebrae and the discs in between the vertebrae in the top half of your back, if they are stiff and you still want to make a full shoulder turn, well, you're putting all the all the all the tension on the bottom bit, all mm. the stress on the bottom bit of your back. So get a roller. If you're a golfer and you know how to play and you want a full shoulder turn and you're in your 40s and 50s, get a roller yep. and look after the top part of that vertebrae because that'll take some stress off the bottom part. Look after yourself out there, guys. Yeah. 
you don't want to be waiting three hours for an ambulance because they don't nah, golf with a bad back. It's poor, not, poor on the priority list. It's not up there. You basically have to wait for all the ice heads to get done first, mm. I think, and then you then you get a chance. Yep. Which makes sense. And all the kids, by the way, all the kids, I saw three kids in there with broken fingers playing cricket. Kids. Mm. So they were ahead of me. Fair yeah, enough, too. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, good story, mate. I reckon you've refined it well. Thanks, buddy. What is that? 16 minutes. 16 minutes story, was it? <laughs> Maybe tighten it up from now on. Come on, let's talk about Tiger let's after the break. Let's talk about a man with a real back issue. Because he's got not one issue. I see he, he's he got three issues yep. for his comeback. I'll tell you about them after the break. In your life have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The Clubhouse. Yeah, welcome back. It is The Clubhouse right around Australia as we talk all things golf. Mark Allen is here with a good back. He's sitting down, his feet are up. We've looked after him here in the clubhouse studios. It's good to have you back, Marco. I'm in a very laying down type position. Thank you for looking after us here. Talk about our Honda Power Player of the Week. Let's do it. The Power Player of the Week. For Honda Power Equipment, Honda's four-stroke lawn and garden range from $329. Yeah, that's right. Honda's four-stroke lawn and garden range on sale from $329 only at your specialist Honda dealer. Now, we could go with Hideki Matsuyama. We could go with Sergio Garcia. no. But let's be honest, there's only one man we want to talk about. The story last week was Tiger Woods playing one round and pulling out. Mm-hmm. We're all keen for him to, you know, everyone in golf is keen to see him in half-decent shape on the back nine of any tournament, mm-hmm. taking down or trying to take down one of the poster boys in oh, golf. Yes, so Sergio, Jason Day, Henrik Stenson, yep. uh, Matsuyama, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Fowler, all these guns that are now poster boys, I mean, golf... Is, it's a beautiful time at the moment. Jordan Spieth. Imagine Jordan Spieth oh. and Tiger Woods oh. in the last nine holes at Augusta or yes, something nice. like that. So that's that's the dream, a promoter's dream, for any tournament that Tiger is playing in. Now, we saw last week it was going to be second week uh, of a five-week period where he was going to play four tournaments. Yep. Turns up after a 17-hour flight, which is no issue. I see people are blaming that as for an issue. It would have Please. been first front Seat one A in his own. He would have been. It would have been a bed in his own plane. That's right. He would have. You know. It would have been a. It couldn't have been more comfortable. Mark. Couldn't have been more comfortable <laughs> flying with his own masseur. Yeah. Being looked after. Yeah. So please, the seventeen-hour flight is absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he flies to Dubai, uh, plays poorly, swings poorly in the first round, like poorly, in pain. Clearly, mm. right shoulder as high as it's ever been. Yep. Being embarrassed. On the golf course with the seventy-seven, lucky to shoot seventy-seven. His his battle back to where every golf promoter and everyone who loves the game of golf wants him to be, which is just capable of performing, just being in the top ten on Sunday on a Sunday platform, yeah, against a big name. That's mm-hmm. that's where we want him. Yeah, we want to see what happens. Um, he's a million miles from it because one, there's three there's three factors. Um, his body. Won't let him do it. Mm-hmm. It's not even close, folks. His yep. body, it's not even close. His backswing looks magnificent. I mean, it's in a really good posse. Big shoulder turn, full turn, extension, everything looks great. On the way down, it's a little bit narrow, but you know that doesn't bother me like it bothers other um, swing gurus out there. Uh, but halfway down, when he starts to come up, and the right shoulder comes up instead of going down. And then halfway through his follow-through, that the giveaway is that right shoulder, but just so high. Mm. He doesn't keep his angle on the way through like he used to. There were some pictures of him back in the day in 2000, 
1999 to 2001, when he was swinging it like no one else has swung the club and no one else has ever played the game. He swung it perfect, and his up and downing ability was Sevy-like, and his putting ability was better than Crenshaw. In fact, it was the best we've ever seen. No one hold more putts under pressure than that man. Mm-hmm. But when he was swinging it like he did, his right shoulder was so down and through, and he stayed in his angle for a long time, and he did it with power and speed and timing where we've never seen it. Now, it, it like a lot of people have said, he looks like an old man. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's 60 years old with that shoulder coming. So that's that's number one. He, he's not swinging properly, not swinging well enough. Number two, physically, not even close. Yeah, I mean, to be tournament-hardened, you need to be playing in majors, and to be playing well in majors, you need to be playing well in the secondary tournaments, and to be playing well in the secondary tournaments, you've got to be able to play mm. secondary tournaments. <laughs> His body, is it's just not capable. But three, mentally, he already looks fried. Yeah. And to get into that position on a Sunday, you know, you, we talk about ring rust, you know, with boxers. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Let's call it ring rust for golfers. He's as ring rusty as, as anyone yeah. has ever been. I mean, the way he hit the ball in that first round you buy, I've seen him hit the ball like that in other tournaments and shoot 70 back when he was 99, 2000. Yep. I've seen him hit it just like that off the tee and shoot a 70. He's just more, he was more capable of doing it. But, uh, he's, he, you know, it wasn't even close. His putting was a disaster. Uh, his chipping left a little bit to, to be desired. His irons were, you know, they weren't crisp. And his driver, I mean, he just can't hit fairways. No. And he, he, he's not even long enough now to hit a three wood. And, you know, no, he can't do that. Or no. hit his stinger two iron like he used to. When he was driving poorly, he would just hit the stingers, get it out there mm-hmm. and just let the rest of his game and mind do the talking. But his mind's miles away yep. as well. So he's ring rusty. Physically not up to it, and swinging like a seven-year-old. No, it's, that's unfair. Swing like a fifty-five-year-old <laughs> man, and you know we, we saw and heard in his press conference before the tournament. He's swinging to avoid pain. <laughs> that's what he said last week, and you said on the back of that he will never win again. Yeah, that's what you said. No, oh, I don't think he will. No, I think he's absolutely cooked. Yeah, he, he might win some money at his you know local club in, when he's in the golf cart, <laughs> whizzing around. But uh, you know you've got to be able to walk. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid, folks, but you've got to be able to walk and practice and play mm-hmm. at least six days a week. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you get older. I mean, if you haven't been doing it and then all of a sudden your body has to start walking five or six rounds of golf a week and putting in the practice that he probably wants to, you know, there have been players in history that just, you know, they, they just didn't, they didn't practice. and. But they, you know, they were happy with the way they were swinging it. And they knew it was a mind game. But Tiger's not that guy. He's a hard-working guy, mm-hmm. and he wants to put the balls in. He believes that he needs to have the repetition, uh, not only in the putting, but in the chipping and in the hitting, to make his game uh, where he wants it to be, where he's comfortable with it being. But I want to ask you. I mean, you know the mindset yep. that he has, and you equate that mindset to all the other champions in all other sports. Do you think playing mediocre golf? which means making as many cuts as you miss, do you think that's going to satisfy Tiger Woods? I think if he goes another 6 to 12 months continually missing cuts, yeah. he'll he'll give up. Uh, well, I think he'll retire. I think yeah. he will. I, could, I don't I don't I don't it would be how what a shame it would be yeah. to see him. I don't think he could go on toil away like that. By the way, some of his uh, exemptions might run out. 
you know. Yeah. Some of the exemptions into the majors will, how many, well, he's won will so run many out. tournaments that he can... Well, look, uh, you can play in the British Open until you're 60. Yeah. I think was the last call. The Masters, you can play until basically you're 55, or maybe the US Open. Uh, the PGA, yeah, so he's won all the mm. majors. So he's good there. So he's kind of good there. The sponsor exemptions will get him in. You have to win twenty. Yeah, well, if you win, if you win twenty times, you're you're exempt forever. But you have the money list exemption for another two years. I mean, who are you right for exemptions? But, I mean, he'd be fine for exemption. It's going to be like I I just can't see playing like that would satisfy him. No, and it's not like he has to prove himself. He's the best player we've ever seen. Yeah. The record, and, and I heard Dale Lynch, Dale Lynch, uh, one of the great golf teachers that this country has ever produced, uh, teacher of Jeff Ogilvie, um, many others. Um, Tiger Woods should have gone to him, by the way, a long time ago when he was toiling around. He should have gone to Dale straight after, um, oh, what's the guy who stuffed him up? I've forgotten his name. I'll think of his name in a tick. Yeah. Uh, Hank Haney. He should have gone, once Once he got rid of Hank, he should have gone straight to Dale Lynch. Dale Lynch used to follow him in practice rounds. Tiger liked the way that Dale Lynch's uh, pupils swung the club. He should have gone straight to Dale. Would have been un- would have been unreal. Would have been the best thing he ever did. But he didn't. But Dale Lynch said during the week, the 14 majors, very impressive, but the 18 World Golf Championship events, you know, in, in this, when the best are playing, the only the best players play. Mm-hmm. He's won 18. The next to him was Dustin Johnson and Jeff Ogilvie have won three each. Yeah. It's extraordinary. <laughs> it's extraordinary <laughs> yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. And the WGC's only the best players are there. Yeah. So that that that's in my view, in Dale's view, he's the best player we've ever seen. He doesn't have to prove himself. Yeah, I think he's going right for money. Yeah, did you know? Uh, how's he going for cash, I Jules? Think, Is well, he right? He might need to make a few cuts. Yeah, <laughs> might, might have to do a few more ads. Along the, no, look, he's right for cash. Yeah, I think he's good. <laughs> uh, he probably just needs a new project, and whether that's helping kids or scholarships or whatever, whatever his next project is, I think you'll find he'll. Jump head first into it. Him commentating. I'd love to hear him commentate. It'd be inter- well, it'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be certainly interesting. Maybe he can... Yeah, well... Get on the Fox Sports coverage of the US Open if he's yeah. not playing. The Maybe getting involved with running golf. Yep. Maybe get just getting Maybe involved. Mm. Maybe getting involved. And, and the occasional cameo. Yep. You know, come out, come out and play the occasional event. Mm-hmm. Do that. Let's have, have a, a look at you. See how you're going. But let's not take it seriously yeah. anymore because you're only going to hurt yourself, mate. Well, hopefully... He can get it back because I'd love to see him back. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, so do I. I hope I'm wrong because my dream, my dream is to see Tiger Woods against Jordan Spieth in a Masters oh. or Tiger Woods and Jason Day. Mm. You know, back nine of Augusta, they're both 15 under par and they're five in front of everybody else. It's just yeah, Jason just... and Tiger. And one one can oh. hit it 100 metres past yeah. the other bloke. <laughs> yeah, even if it's not the Masters. Yeah, it, could be the, it could be the Pebble Beach tournament we're watching yeah. at the moment on the telly. It could be, it could be anything. Yep. Agree. I, I I would love to see it, and, and hopefully I'm wrong, um, but I don't think I am. From I, one I man, this, this is going to happen. From He's one gone. man in Tiger whose game is struggling to a bloke who has got his game down pat. Mm-hmm. Hideki Matsuyama, oh. extraordinary form. I can't believe he didn't move up on the world rankings. Oh, what, he started the what week. Does he have to do number five, and he wins, <laughs> uh, defends the title. Mm. By the way, it's hard to do, uh, defends and doesn't move up. Yeah. I mean, he must be on a knife's edge to going to number two. I think he's pretty. I think he's still a fair way from Jason, Jason yeah. Day. But um, I would love to know his average in the last year. Or yeah. let's even say the last six months. His average, his scoring average in the last year, it must be like 67 or 68. Tap on his name and see if you can get it. Yep. But his ball striking is incredible. His putting is perfect. Um, his ability to win tournaments, 
just unreal. I mean, he beat... Um, uh, he, he won last week in a four-hole playoff, the same way he beat Ricky Fowler last year in a four-way playoff. He's just, you know, the only bloke who's beaten him is Justin Thomas, who is the other hot golfer going yeah, around at the moment. At the moment. Yep. So he's, he's finished the Justin. So he's had all these wins, what, four wins in the last six four months? Wins. Yep. And uh, he's this come season. second, four wins this season, mm. and he's come second to Justin Thomas twice. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I've got, I've he's got an a issue, gun and great. He, and, and he's an, a genuine, another poster boy of golf That's at the moment. Right. I've got an issue though, Marco, with mm. what happened on Sunday. Why? At Phoenix. Why? Because we saw a terrific playoff yeah. at the Phoenix Open. Yeah. And there was a record crowd, 200 yeah. odd thousand people on the Saturday. 200,000 through the gates on the Saturday. Record crowd, half a million people for the week. <laughs> Why wasn't the playoff on the 16th over and over and over again with... 25,000 people I agree. in the stands yep. watching and well, watching I, I, and I, just going absolutely ballistic. I can tell you this. That tournament works in well with the Super Bowl. Yeah, until they go to a four-hole So <laughs> as soon as the Super Bowl starts, everyone seems to vacate. Mm. But that 16th hole with all the screens around, oh. why wouldn't they? I mean, here it yeah. is. You'd have the Super Bowl and the playoff going. Well, we were at work at here once. and we had both going on the two TVs. Right. And they were just... Finished as the Super Bowl started. I'm with you. Going, what they did is a travesty. Yeah, it's not what the tournament's about. If there is any playoff, immediately go straight back to the 16th hole. Yep. Noise, booing. It's what the tournament is all about. That's exactly what it's about. If you about. don't like it, don't play. don't play. Yeah. But I am with you. They are making a mistake. Mm. And by the way, if there was a chance of a playoff, and they had um, the Super Bowl. On the big screens, right throughout, you know, the 16th hole, yeah. we could just sit back and make a day of it. Mm. Stay there for the night <laughs> and watch it. Just camp out. Yeah, um, no one would leave. Absolutely not. But everyone leaves. Disappointing. And yeah, I, I remember you. I said it's a good couple point. of weeks ago that it should be the 18th over and over and over again. Yeah. Not at this tournament. No, not at this tournament. And then they ended, he ended up winning on the 17th yeah. anyway. Yeah, I that's mean, right. You got you got to go where the grandstands are. Please. If 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 there are grandstands. On the 18th and yep. nowhere else. Just go up and back. Up and down the 18th. I don't care what hole it is. Yeah. And I'm with you except for this tournament where the whole tournament, the whole hole, it's a stadium. Yeah. The 16th hole, is a, there's a stadium there. Yeah. So let's play the let's play the playoff where there is a stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Good call. I was well disappointed done. with that. Can we email the waste management people <laughs> and see if we can get that I'm on sure their agenda? sure they'll listen to us. For 20, 2018. <laughs> Imagine four hole playoff this year and last year mm. all on the 16th. Yeah. Eight holes of playoff. And you know what? Because it's the, the 18th is just driver wedge in. Yeah. I mean, you're no, going to get, right. you got to make a putt there. But on that 16th, oh. if you knock one close, bang. Yeah. Tournament over. Yeah. And trophy presentation on the green. Thank you. Everything. The presentation there, the interviews there, yeah. everything right there I'd on make, 16 in the stadium that's already built. Could be a redesign of the course, make that the 18th. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah. Hey, I like I'm, it, buddy. Got to get a break in, but I think Nike have released the best golf shoe of all time this week. Well, I want you to tell me about it. And Very I want to show you. Oh, why? Have you got them? No, I haven't got them. They're not out yet. All right. But they've, they've announced them. All right, eh? We'll talk about that Well, next. we better get it out there so people know what we're talking about. <laughs> Where do they go? Where do they go? You have, you'll have a peach picture out. Yeah, we'll go to the uh, the Clubhouse Facebook page. Right, go to the Clubhouse Facebook page we'll in the it. break, and we'll talk about this shoe after. That's it. In your life!
have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The Clubhouse. Welcome back. It is The Clubhouse. Julian Bayard and Mark Allen with you as we talk all things golf right across the country. Marco, we uh, spoke about this before the break. Golf shoes. Nike's new golf shoe. Right. Article this week, PGAtour.com. Oh, no. Nike unveils Air Jordan oh, High golf shoe. Come on. Have a look at this, Marco. So that's like the retro Air Jordan basketball shoe that was getting around, what, in the 80s and yep. 90s? The Air Jordan, the Nike golf shoe. So it's the Air Jordan, the one that Jordan made famous. That's right. I like, said so the red and black and that's the it. red, white and the black uh, shush. And that's it. And would they you, made would, it into a golf shoe. Would you wear those? 100% I would. You would wear those oh, shoes? Of course I would. How old are you? 27. So would 20, would 20-something golfers coming through wear those shoes? Yep. See, Rory will wear them. You reckon Warzer will wear? Yep. Jason Day will wear them. He wears um, Air Jordans yeah. around with his does son uh, Dash oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't yeah. he? He's 100% he'll man. wear these. So... Well, you have to change the pant that you wear. You know how kids... Yeah, it's got to be a tight pant. You know how kids have this, <laughs> the really tapered leg these days and they roll it up and you can see a bit of the ankle? Yeah, just like you. I'm wearing them right now. Just like you. <laughs> so you could actually potentially wear these shoes with a really low-cut sock underneath. Yeah. So you're not going to... And have the high top and then Shoulder see a bit ankle. of ankle. I'm telling you, Marco. I'll tell you what, hasn't golf fashion gone a long way from the plus fours of the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> these, are the best, these are the best thing I've ever seen. 200 bucks US they are. Yeah. Uh, so what, what's the uh, sole offering? like? What's the sole like? Uh, you can have a look here. It's just, uh, is it a screw-in? Yep. Yeah, it is. So it's a soft spike? Yep. Oh, the sole looks fantastic. Mm. You know you know what? It's funny, Nate. I used to wear metal spikes, and I was I, yeah. I, I didn't want to change metal spikes. Uh, even, though when, even though when PGA Tour, they allowed soft spikes, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because everyone wears them now, yeah. but... Um, there were still a lot of players who hung on to spikes. And like someone like Steve Elkington, there was a 5 mil metal spike and then there was an 8 mil <laughs> metal spike that they used to use in the 1920s. <laughs> Steve Elkington was wearing, he was wearing spikes and the 8 mil version. So if you, had, if you ever play behind Steve, the spike marks were a disgrace. <laughs> shocking. So my way of thinking was, if you've got mongrels out there wearing spikes and spiking it up for me, then I'm going to wear spikes and spike <laughs> it up for everybody else. Because you do get better grip with metal spikes. I mean, it goes without saying. That's right. But what always astounded me about golf shoes is that they kept on making a shoe with a heel. And, and that, you know, with the heel, there was a little bit of sole that was never on the ground. So there was a bit of sole that wasn't on the ground. So these new runners... Um, and the shoes that have no spikes, they just have the sole. Mm-hmm. When you actually set up, there is more of your foot on the ground, therefore more grip. That's right. So these shoes that are still getting around with the heel uh, and the soft spikes, I, just what are you doing? Silly. The shoe that I, I mean, I'm an Adidas guy, and the Adidas shoe that I use, it, it is just magnificent. There's yep. no, it's just a, there's no soft spikes in it. It's just a, it's just a sole and this red, mate. It, I, 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 it's never been better and. You don't damage the greens at all. Yep. So shoe technology has come a long way, but shoe fashion, oh. I would love, you know. I'm gonna, uh, I'm in the market for new golf shoes. I wish market. I could go back in time and just <laughs> show old Tom Morris a picture of the Air Jordans <laughs> that people are getting around in. Yeah. He'd be laughing his head off. I might struggle in winter on the, in the mud in those <laughs> shoes. I wouldn't want to wear them. So you're going to get some? I, I might have a look. 
Yeah? Yeah. yeah I do on. need new golf I shoes. See, I want to see a picture. I want to see you wearing that Air Nike golf shoe. Google it if you're out there and oh. have a look because they are awesome. So the Air Nike golf shoe, and then I want you using those TP4 golf balls from Taylor May. That's the right. greatest ball that's ever been made. Yes. I mean, you do feel like you're cheating. Mm. You do. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Yep. Well, let's, everything's changing, buddy. We'll have a look. We'll have a look. <laughs> hey, you got a masterclass up next? Yes, I do. Yep. Stick Hang around, everyone. One. This is the Clubhouse right around Australia. Marco's Masterclass. Yeah, time for a free golf lesson on the Clubhouse. Mark Allen is here. Julian Bayard is my name. And the Masterclass is for Club Mandalay Golf Course. Hit the golf course. Play golf at Club Mandalay. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Save 10% when using the code CMGOLF. CMGOLF. Well. CMGOLF. Put it in on the website, clubmandalay.com.au. 10% off. Right, Very simple. Uh, a lot of people with uh, sore backs out there, but they still want to make a full shoulder turn. There's two things you can do here, folks. You can turn your hips and you can get your left shoulder to touch the chin. But here's the tip, because we're going about that all the time. I love it how you've refined this masterclass. Some of the best players that the world has ever seen set up with the club face a little bit open with every shot they hit. And this is very important when you go. If, you, if you've had a square club face and no shoulder turn for a long time, mm-hmm. quite often when they first start trying to turn and turn their shoulders as well, so turning the hips and turning the shoulders, they start hitting big hooks. So you can offset this by doing exactly what the best players, and I'm talking about Jack Nicholas, Greg Norman, Tom Watson, these guys had open club faces at address. So you can offset it by simply holding, don't roll your wrists, mm-hmm. turn the club in your hands and have that golf club just a tiny little bit open at address with every single shot. So it's a two-part thing. We all want shoulder turn. We all want uh, hip turn to go with the shoulder turn. That's very, very important because it stops the arms working by themselves. Yep. So if you're doing it and you're finding that you are hooking the ball, don't panic. Just start with an open club face. It's just as good as weakening your grip. But I like people keeping the same grip they had, turning the grip in their hands Mm -hmm. and just setting the club a little bit open. So again, if you're turning your shoulders and turning hips for the first time and finding that you are hooking the ball, just set that club face a little bit open at address and go from there. See what happens. Perfect. Very nice. All those people out there with bad backs. Do you hit a ball with a draw or a fade? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both? That's from your arms moving the, yes. by themselves. I'm gonna, all right, we better check your swing this week we too. I can't play golf, but I'm happy to help yours. We might have to uh, head down to the range and yeah, yeah, let's record do that. one day, let's Marco. Do that. Let's and, do uh, that. Have a look at the swing. We'll get you going. Yep. Hey, uh, thanks for that. Pleasure, Good Jules. Good luck with the back. Thanks, buddy. I want to see you back out on the golf course again soon. It's getting better every day, man. That's it. I'll be right. We'll see you next week. See you, buddy.